Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hello, hello, wild fans. Welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. I am so excited for what's about to come during this juicy conversation today. We have Tiffany Skiro here with us. Tiffany is one of our Hypermind sisters. She is an intuitive business strategist, a psychic development mentor, and a motivational speaker. And Tiffany, I'm so excited that we're here talking. I love how you talk about the portal, the portal, what's on other the other side of the veil. And I'm really just, yeah, re- ready to dive into like a deep conversation of all things spirit, soul. And I just love your business, how you mix like spirit, soul, strategy. Thank you so much for having me as well. This is so exciting. Literally, I could talk about this all day long. <laughs> I love it. And I, I just, yeah, the portal, the veil. And I think 
you know, it's one of the most powerful things that I've ever brought into my business, my life. It's just changed everything. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for all of our listeners who are like the portal, the veil, like what is that? (laughs) How, like, I want to know what that is. Are these feels like we're talking about like a secret club or something that, you know, these like secret code words that no one knows what they mean. So when we talk about the portal or, you know, um, when you talk about the veil, what are you talking about? The veil, how I see the veil is, it's literally the other side. Like if you were to put a piece of paper in front of you and it's, you know, that thin, but the frequency on the other side is so raised, our vibration has to rise in order to access the other side of the veil, right? So that's like where our guides are, the ascended masters, light beings, source, universe, the quantum field. That's what I mean about the veil. And then portals, this is something that I discovered further down the line inside of my business, but understanding that we as women have the second universe inside of us, that we've got a galaxy inside of us, you know, our womb portal for a start. And then the heart portal and the third eye, I see that as a portal as well. So it's a beautiful dance between the veil and bringing those energies in and activating our own portals as well in order to magnetize and, you know, quantum leap within business, but life as well. Like it's just, yeah, so that's the portal and that's the veil. No secret club. We all have access to it. We all have the portals, but some are dormant and some are activated. And that's the difference. That's what I just love too is like, I think I was the same. I was like the portal, the what? And then I feel like the way you lead and the way you teach and the way you guide and the way you, you know, teach other women to tune in. It's like, it's not the secret club. We all have access to it. This is there like a constant reminder of this for me. Like we all have the ability to tune in. We all have the ability to channel. We all have the ability to access like all the magic of the universe. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, you know, everybody wants to be psychic it's like like how exciting I'm like no we are all psychic mediumship is a little bit different because that's when we actually start speaking to the spirit of those that have deceased but in terms of like business psychic development has changed everything because we are energy like I'm energy you're energy and you know, if it's true that we're energy and our clients are energy, then who do we need to be energetically in order to magnetize them in, call those souls in and home, if you like. And it starts with us. It starts, you know, with our belief and just opening up our minds to the possibility of being able to connect with the other side. You know, we're we're energy, spirit's energy. So of course we can all connect. I just think that definitely from children are so beautiful, aren't they? And they're so open to, you know, they role play and they have secret friends and all of that gorgeous stuff. And then we kind of shut down through life. And so the more I've kind of opened up psychically, the more my vibration's gone up, 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 up. And then I'm in the quantum and, you know, I talk about wealth as well and accessing wealth through spirit because our vibration has to rise in order to connect with spirit. So like everything is connected, everything, but we all have the power. We, we're all light. We're all, we all have, you know, the oracle is inside of us. It starts there and that's where the portals are. So yeah, it's magic, but it's beautiful. And we're all that. Oh my gosh. Hearing you speak about this makes it feel so accessible. You know, it makes it feel so accessible to all of us. And I don't know, what would your, 
you know, if someone, if there's a woman listening and she's like, oh my gosh, yes, I, you know, I've been having, getting the nudge to, to listen more deeply and to follow spirit and to ask for guidance. And, you know, that's one thing that Jack and I do talk about a lot is, is asking for guidance. But, you know, at the beginning of your journey and for a lot of women who are maybe at the beginning of this journey, what's one way that, that we can really start to tap into that and to really like begin to listen? I love that. Yeah. Um, you see, when I started my business, it was all strategy. It was teaching, you know, helping women launch and scale. But I had like this yearning. And I think we know when we get that nudge, it's like, an, it's the, what if, you know, like that stirring inside, like, I really want to know what it looks oh, like, yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. It's like a calling. And that happened for me Honestly, at the end of 2018, I was building the business. It was doing well, but I'd got to a point where I was like, I, I don't want to do this as a just human anymore. Like it's overwhelming. It feels like burnout. Every month would feel harder. And it was always the how and the doing. So in January of 2019 is when I, I was just nudged. I just felt a yearning. Like what if, like what if there's something else? And law of attraction was starting to really you know get spoken about on a much deeper level and I connected with a psychic development mentor and I was like I don't know why but I just feel like I feel like I want to work with you um and didn't know that we were all psychic at this point I just wanted to delve into it and honestly the first thing I had to master was stillness when I dived in I was like, where, where are my guides? Like, where are they? <laughs> and it took me a while to connect with my spirit guides. And I had to learn what my spirit, my higher self felt like first. Otherwise, how could I have possibly have known what I was having channeled to me for me, for my clients? How could I be a clear vessel if I didn't know what I felt like on a spiritual level? Without knowing, I disconnected from that. And so I had to learn for a good month, just the art of stillness, meditation, and getting to know what I felt like as a soul, as energy. And so I would practice that. That would be the first thing. That's the first thing I tell everybody. It's like, you, we have to connect with our spirit first, our light, our oracle. So when spirit are ready to tap in, we know what that feels like. How can we determine what's for us or somebody else? Or what is us and what is spirit if we don't know what our own soul and light feels like? Mm. You know, we are energy. So it's that first before anything else, always. And I think that part is people are like, oh, that's so frustrating, but it's worth it. It's needed. Otherwise, we're always going to have mishmashed messaging. But spirit awaiting, because that's why we're here, to awaken and, and go home, remember who we are. So beautiful. And one of the things that I love that you're just sharing with us and giving like permission for, I mean, I had thought that this had been part of your business, like from day one, I thought this was just like, you know, always there. It's always how you led. It was always by the connection to spirit. And now I'm like, oh, and she says like, this is accessible for all of us. It's available for all of us. I'm like, oh, like it really is. I'm like, yeah. this wasn't always there for you. And it is something like when you say psychic development, like this is something it sounds like you really developed and even yeah, though it, it was it you know even though it was like uncomfortable maybe or just being like ah like I don't want to go through these phases I want to like meet my spirit team right now I don't want to like sit in this 
this stillness, like you've actually done all of this. You've like yeah. led in this way for yourself first. Yeah. And I had to, like, I had to strip back as well, because when we were in a business, especially, you know, because I was in the strategy and the doing and the real human part for like a good year, it was stripping right back and learning to navigate from a different space. And all we have in that moment sometimes is faith because it hasn't mm-hmm. come to fruition yet. It's like spirit. When you start opening up, they're like, hang on a minute. Cause they're very blunt of spirit. So they're like, hang on a minute. You said, like you said you were ready. And so you have to listen. And I had so many times where I had to still myself and like, remember, okay. And I had no idea that I was going to bring spirit into my business either. None. I didn't know why I was doing it. And then it was revealed to me when I started, when we brought the book last year, that was the first time I had spirit like in meditation say to me, you have to open up this book to 12 women. They're going to come in and then you're going to have a press release. You know, people are going to be screaming about it. And from there, there's going to be a huge ascension inside of your business. And I honestly, I was like, I, I have no idea how I would even open a book. I have no idea. But funnily enough, 12 women in 24 hours came forward and the doors closed and it was beautiful. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, Robin. I was literally like, whoa, wow. <laughs> I'm like literally sitting here in the space of, of wow, because I think it's just like incredible how you're like, I, I didn't know what this was going to look like. And we talk so much about like not figuring out the how, but just being like, I didn't even know that I was going to like bring spirit into my business. And then it just really just like unfolded and I kept and I trusted and I followed those intuitive nudges and I had the faith. And then, like you said, like how quickly things shifted. Yeah. And when you open, I didn't realize how connected everything was so do you know how we you know in our industry we are so lucky because we have access to everything don't we right like it's just such a powerful industry but you know we hear about law of attraction and you know the quantum and the angelic realm and then source divine god and what I didn't realize is when I started opening up to spirit and I started activating you know my third eye and my crown and channeling naturally I was operating in the quantum more. Like I know when I'm, if I'm not connecting properly, I'm not in the quantum. So the portal, you know, the third eye, if you like, one of the portals that we have, just by working that area and connecting with spirit, they are very much like nudging you. Like one of my clients, she gets a tap in her ear, as I do when spirit are like, no, do that thing. Or that it's like a knock. Oh, I get that too. Really? Yeah, I get the, it's like the buzz in my right ear. Yeah. Yeah, that's spirit. Yeah, and isn't it like buzz in your right ear is positive and buzz in your left ear is like negative? No, so high-pitched for me personally, and this is where psychic development comes in, because everybody's different. Everybody is different, but usually. Okay. Yeah, usually high-pitched for me personally and with my clients, what I've noticed the pattern is high-pitched is tell her that yes you're on the right track like it's a an excitement like confirmation and then lower it's almost like a knock or a heartbeat or a like a muffle that is spirit capturing your attention or saying do that or you know wanting to bring your awareness to something nine times out of ten and 
if it's on your left, that is spirit, because your left is for receiving messages. And usually on the right is angelic, nine times out of 10. Okay, so left, I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> left is spirit, right is angelic. Okay. Usually, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess this is where people get to work with you to really figure out like, because for me, it always comes at a moment with like heightened, I wouldn't even say emotion, but when I'm like, there, it's like the peak of a moment. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like something's about to happen or I'm at like the peak of a conversation and my right ear will just start like super high pitch, like ringing. But what that means yeah. for me is different than what that could mean for other people. Is that that's true? Yes, yeah, sometimes there's definitely a pattern. And I think sometimes that like, we've got to be careful because it can mean different things for, for you know, all of us. But usually high pitched is yes, 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 yes. Do the thing. You're on the right track. Talk about it. Tell her the thing. Like if you get that, if I get that, I know that what I'm saying needs to be said. You know, it's like a like, yes, kind of feel. When it's the muffle, like the knock, that's more of a attention. Draw attention to the thing. Do the thing. Or spirit are trying to communicate. It's much more of a... A lot of people that have the clairaudience gift, the hearing spirit will hear the knocking in the ear as well. Okay. Jack, do you get knocking? I wouldn't say it's like knocking, but I feel like what Tiffany's like saying here, like it's definitely a different, like it's more like that muffled. But for me, it yeah. does come the difference of like my right ear, my left ear. My right ear is always like the high pitch and my left ear is always that more like muffled. Yeah, that's spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. And this is what I mean when you start speaking about it, when I you start talking about it, oh my gosh, I've always had that. Like, yeah, they're trying to draw awareness to it, but because we've, I guess almost disconnected and we just you know what even is that why do we not explore it we just kind of walk around with it right and then when we start opening up I mean and I think it's that that there too right being like open to it like there's definitely I mean I'm sure that there's people that would hear this conversation and be like what are they talking about their ears and <laughs> this and I've never like heard this before and you know I'm sure there is you know, forever in my own life where I was like not open to it. And then once you are like open to it, like for me, I just like it, I keep noticing it more and more and more and more. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And I think as well, because your attention is drawn to it, I believe as well, like intention is one of the most powerful things that we own, you know, the intention. So when we're drawing attention and the intention is, is I want that to happen more. I want you know, I want spirit to come through more. That strengthens the connection anyway. Attention and intention is super, super powerful. Attention and intention. Those felt like two like very like strong, powerful words for me. Yeah, attention and then intention. So like more, please, more, please. And I think as well, one of the beautiful things about bringing spirit into I guess everyday life, but business as well, is reminding us that we came down to this earth. Most of us have been here many times before, and it's reminding ourselves that yes, we are here and we, you know, we have a business and we're, you know, making money and but understanding that we are wealth, like we are, you know, like I say, wealth is art and we are the artist. And if we remember that we came down to this earth 
to leave a legacy. Like if everybody was to turn their light on and if everybody was to connect back with spirit and their own spirit and we started stepping onto our soul path, you can't get it wrong. Like it, it's a non-negotiable that this is, you know, people that are on their soul path, they're the people that are on stages and writing the books and are in our industry, funnily enough, we've got such a powerful industry. You know, so it's that constant reminder, you know, when we have the ego moments of just being able to nurture it as well. Like remember what spirits say, remember who I am on a soul level. I'm here to remember who I am. I'm here to light others up. I'm here to go back home. And I call home like our spirit, you know, reminding us of who we are. So that really carries me through my business as well. So in those moments when we have like a human moment, like it's not working. It's like, okay, remember it really, you know, it means nothing. You know, I'm here to complete a soul path. This is just a tiny little blip. So that's super powerful as well when you start bringing spirit in because they re- they remind you of that constantly. It's, it's gorgeous. Well, I feel like that is just so powerful. And what an affirmation, you know, like what an affirmation for for the human part of us to know that yeah, we're here for something bigger and something is guiding us. And I don't know, when I hear you say that, I'm like, I instantly get to let go. You know, it's like this massive permission slip to just surrender and know that I'm actually never alone in this. Totally. When I tap in and I've spoken about this with like my guys and they're like, it's not as if we came down here was like I know what I'll be I'll be a female entrepreneur and I'm gonna do my business on Facebook and yada 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 it wasn't that it was I'm going down to earth to leave this legacy whether it's to empower women to turn their lights on to remember remind them who they are and in the on the journey I'm gonna I'm gonna go back home myself I'm gonna light my own bonfire and I just think that it's such a you know, it's such a reminder that all of the moving parts to a business, we're so lucky because they're here for us to use to get our message out further. But also, it doesn't mean anything. When things go wrong, it doesn't mean anything. We've just got to keep our eyes on, okay, remember why you are here. It wasn't, the business is beautiful and social media is powerful. They're just ingredients to getting your message out and your mission out to more people like we've come at such a powerful time right like in new age money and being able to connect with people across the globe you know you're lighting people up without having to be in their presence just energetically turning people's lights on and so it changes everything when you start remembering like who you are on a soul level it's really powerful Oh my gosh, just this conversation alone is like lighting me up and like turning that fire on. I feel like, you know, I I wish you guys could literally see me right now. I'm like in the most like blissed out projector vibes. I just feel like I'm like over here receiving. Yeah, that's it. It's just, it's that it gets to be that. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think we don't realize that it's available. People are definitely starting to speak about it more. It's always been for so long law of attraction, hasn't it? You know, when I came into the industry, law of attraction was just being spoken about more, and I was like, "Ooh," because I didn't know anything about you know money mindset or wealth consciousness at all. Yeah, can we actually like dive into that for a bit, like the not knowing that it's available? Because I do feel like there's probably a lot of our listeners being like, I mean, even for Robin and I, like we have worked with a channeler for years, and knowing that like 
okay, how can that be available for me? And I think really like maybe going back a bit in your journey, like you said, like it wasn't always like, I mean, well, it was always available there for you, but maybe you didn't recognize it was always available. Like kind of what transitioned for you? I honestly, I had my childhood was quite rough. My my parents did the, the best with the tools that they had. So it's not about making anybody wrong, but you know, I, I didn't have the best start in life. You know, my dad was suicidal. He he was an alcoholic. He really struggled with his emotions. And my mom was very up and down herself. And I was, for a long time, the scapegoat from being a very, very, you know, a little girl. And, you know, there was abuse in the house. And my escape was prayer. Like nobody else, nobody went to church. It wasn't a thing. I just knew to do it. And I used to, and I want to say as well, like praying, you can walk around and pray. But as a little girl, I used to just kneel by my bed and pray to God. And that would make me feel really safe. And from being a little girl, I used to see things like spirit, but I didn't know that that was happening. But also I want to point out that that's rare too. We're all, like I've said, we're, we're all connected. So you don't have to have like grown up being able to see spirit in order to connect. But, you know, my teens were rough and, you know, I lost my brother and, you know, my dad attempted suicide. I, you know, I, I had to drag him out of the bath. Like things were were rough. And, you know, I had my, my son at, at 17 years old and he saved me. Like he is my teacher. He is everything. And so I was very shut off, even though I had this real spiritual side, I was also, I had no idea what I, I was living for external love and praise because I hadn't felt it growing up. And then when I was around 22, Tyler, my son was groomed, which is over in the UK, it's called sexual trafficking. We call it grooming. I just caught it in time. Um, and I was in a nine to five job at the time. And I remember having some time off work, but wanting to stay off work. Like it was a turning point for me. And I was anorexic at the time as well. So I wasn't in a good place. I was in debt, ended up going back to work. And then Tyler started bruising. And then he was rushed to hospital with what we thought was leukemia. And he had his, he was having his bone marrow drilled and I nearly died about three times with anorexia. So things were, again, really rough. But something shifted. I still can't really articulate it. I was laid in bed one night and I just remember a whisper in my ear and it was, I am your anchor and nothing else. And it was in my room and I didn't feel scared. I had shut off from spirit. I'd shut off from faith. Like, you know, my belief was that there was no God. Otherwise, why was there so much pain, you know? But then from that moment, I something happened that evening. And I remember when Tyler was in hospital, phoning my nine to five job. And I was like, I can't come back. I don't want to come back because I thought I was going to lose him. I thought he was going to die. And it, it made me reevaluate everything in life, like everything. And I just remember by his bedside started blogging. Um, and then came across our industry. And I mean, we'd had bailiffs at the door asking for money. I was in that much debt, but I didn't care. There's something came over me. And I remember saying to God, like, if you've got anything else, like do it now, I'm done. I'm not living this life anymore. This is it. Like I'm done. 
And in that surrender, something happened. I applied for a loan. I decided I was going to invest. I had my credit rating was low, so I it didn't make sense that I was accepted. But there was apparently a glitch in the system in the second that I applied. So then the bank phoned me the day after, and they were like, "I don't know what's happened, but you've been accepted. So we have to honor it because in anybody that's applied in that moment, there was a glitch. So I had to go to the bank, and they had to do like an interview because there was a glitch in the system, but they had to honor it as well. So I know that that was God, and I know that that was the universe started my business and then slowly opened up to God, faith, prayer, meditation and brought spirit back in and slowly but surely this is where I am now. So no, it hasn't, it has not always been like this at all. I was the woman who was not meant to make it. All odds were against me but when you surrender and when you lean into faith, when you go into a place where you think you're going to lose your child, you realize that we have one life and that we have to live it the best we possibly can. And everything else becomes so small. And it was that. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to be someone that my children are going to be proud of. I'm not going to repeat the cycle. You know, I'm, I'm cutting all cords and contracts here. Like my children are not going to grow up with the pain that I had. And that could have continued if I'd, if I'd have continued where I was going, the children would have more than likely would have repeated history. But it was God and faith and spirit. And I think, you know, that's why I am where I am now. Oh, I am like literally like there's like tears streaming down my face right now. I'm just like, I, f- like I feel your story so deeply. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful for it because I think, you know, we don't have to have you know, this tragic beginning in order to be powerful, not at all. But no matter what our story is, there's always going to be humps and bumps. And I just think that it gives us the ability to have connection with our clients and people in general in a way that maybe we wouldn't without them. So I am grateful that it that it happened. I wouldn't be where I am without it. But it was rough. <laughs> It was a tough ride. Yeah, and I think like part of this why this is like feeling like so like hitting me so deeply too is just that, you know, saying like I think it's sometimes people think, well, it's easy, you know, it's easy for you to have faith or, you know, just this idea that like faith comes naturally and it's like, no, like your story's like everything that like could go wrong was going wrong. Like and everything and I just like when you said those that line that you had said about like if you've got anything more like for me, give it to me now. Like, yeah, you, you always still like, it feels like even though maybe you didn't like consciously like know this, like you just always still had that like unwavering faith, that connection, that like knowing and that true belief of like knowing that there was something else, somebody else out there, like guiding your path, another energy. What do you do when you have nothing but faith? When there's no option and that's what it was. I had nothing else. I've got on my wrist anyway, like it's tattooed, I will carry you. And I do, you're right, like I love that you've said that because that's how, like we all are being carried. We're all carried, it's, you know, we're all powerful, each and every one of us. Um, but I do feel like I, there was definitely times when I was being carried through, 100%. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm like so moved by your story. Okay, so oh. one question I do have. So once you discovered how you know, how carried you were, 
and how supported you were. Like, how has that changed the way you operate now? You know, like before, I feel like you were like, like you were getting through and like you needed that support, right? Um, it was almost yeah. like a lifeline. And now that you're not like drowning literally in, in your life, how do you stay connected to spirit now when things are, are good? When things are good. I think it's this, I can't quite articulate it. It's faith again. And it's just knowing that we're not on our own. When things are good, when things aren't as good, just this knowing that I'm not on my own. And it's a practice. It's not something that, that just is always there because I'm a human. And, you know, we're here to to be human. So, you know, if I have a moment when I'm kind of having a, a blip, just having that toolkit and knowing that I can connect back is beautiful. And when things are good as well, I think sometimes, and I love this question because when things are good, it's easier to disconnect, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because we're kind of, you know, things are good. I don't need the connection. Everything exactly. Good. Yeah. And then we lean in when, you know, things aren't going right. But when things are going good, it's addictive. It's home. So I know that if I break the connection there and I, lack my connection and I you know I'm not meditating I'm not connecting it's not going to stay good in terms of like you know alignment and vibration without that discipline so it, there is discipline and faith a lot because I always see it as like ascension like our connection always just you know it strengthens and strengthens and for that to happen we do have to keep connecting back and remembering yeah, can you share with us more about what that, like you were saying, like it's a practice and that connection, like yeah. what does your connection practice look like? So, oh my gosh. So every morning, in order for me to be the best vessel for my my clients and for me, um, every morning I make sure that my channel, so like my kundalini, my chakras and my auric field, like we're good to go. And I know that if they're a little bit foggy, Messages aren't going to come across, come through as, as clearly. So I will sit first thing in the morning. I'll sometimes I'll do like cacao or I will just have like a warm water with lemon and then I'll sit and I will get my sage and I will get my oracle cards out and my journal out and then I'll put some music on that activates me. I love medicine music. So I put medicine music on because music's great for activating and activating our third eye and raising our vibration and spirit need us to raise the vibration every day in order for them to connect because our world is so dense and so I will put my music on I'll meditate and I'll scan through visualizing my auric field and I'll scan it with my third eye so it's like allowing yourself intuitively to feel into your auric field or your body to see if there's anything heavy and then I'll kind of watch it leave my body and I'll send it up to the light and then I'll meditate for a little bit and I'll put a bubble around myself and I'll bring spirit in and speak with them and thank them and then I'll pull my cards and then I'll write about my cards and I just make sure every day that my channel is good and I think that especially with two children and a dog that barks (laughs) <laughs> that is discipline because there are days definitely when my human is like you've got so much to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the children are downstairs and you're homeschooling like do you really and I'm like yes 
I do because if I don't do this, I know that my I'm not a vessel. I'm not an integrity in terms of like what I, you know, who I say I am anyway, if I'm not doing it, but ultimately I'm not a clear vessel for me and for my clients. And, you know, this is something that I I declared would be my life two years ago that I would open up to spirit. I know that that needs to be a practice that I bring in every day. So it's that. And cacao is beautiful because it opens up your heart chakra. So sometimes I'll bring that in as well in the morning, which is beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a question. Firstly, have you ever heard of the class with, I think her name is Taryn Toomey or something? Through you. Through me. And I want to do it. You did not? Yeah, you posted about it. Yeah, but I want to do it. I really want to do it. Tell me about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to tell everyone about this because I keep talking to Jack about it too. (laughs) And for a long time, you know, I think the thing that prevents us from really starting practices like this, like spiritual practices or movement or exercise or, you know, even, you know, meditation or even starting a business. Like the thing that prevents us so often is this resistance. Oh, I don't know how hard it's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to be good at it. I don't know if I have the time or the energy. So for me, the thing that I was resisting for really, I mean, like four years resisting was exercise. And like, I walk every day. So that's, you know, I've got that under control. (laughs) But it was like, I would almost use that as an excuse. Like, oh, I'm going for a walk. I'm getting exercise. I'm chasing my small kids around. Like, that's exercise. And I kept like my, my spirit, my soul was like, can you just move me? Can you just move, like move our body, you know? And I kept coming up with these like human excuses why I didn't have to. And Mm -hmm. So my sister-in-law had been telling me about the class for two years. I've been watching people do it online. The ads pop up in my Instagram. And finally, during COVID, one of my mentors was doing it every day. And I was like, okay, this is it. I really have to try this. And I've done it every single day since. And it's probably been, well, I don't know, probably three weeks. And it's like this somatic release of energy, of blocks, of emotions, of thoughts. And it's like movements that you've never felt before. And it's so guttural and like, it's all visceral. And they they like, you know, they move spirit through you. And I feel like you would just absolutely love the practice. Oh it's so invigorating, Tiffany. And I cannot go a day without it now. And it's so funny, right? Because I feel like, you know, this is what happens when we create these practices. And I love the word discipline, but I also love the word devotion. And oh my gosh, you know, that's a better word. Yeah. And like I'm now devoted to this movement practice because it is like it is my meditation. It is my release. It is the light. And like listening to you, you know, share your practice, like sending those things out of your body. I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know yeah, we have to make space to hear the messages that spirit wants to send us. And I, yeah, I feel like you would really love the class. Oh my gosh. I want to do it. Salt. Yeah. Movement is connecting back to your spirit and your body. There's something so beautiful. I love music though. And I love dance. Okay. So get this. So the class is like one of the reasons I love it the most. They do collaborations with artists, like beautiful musicians. 
the music alone will just move you like to tears. Like I cry every single time I do a full class and, and there's so much free movement in it. Like it feels like you, like you will just love it. I know you will. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do cry a lot with music. Do you? Like it moves yes. so emotional. It moved like when I hear a song yeah. about like and actually when I was in my early twenties, my boyfriend at the time, I remember we were like driving around town in his Jeep one day and I started crying to the song. He was like, Oh my God, like no one like gets moved by music like you. Like you are not breaking up with someone no. right now. Like you don't have to cry, you know? And his <laughs> words like still echo through my brain because I'm like, it's so true. I get so activated by music. It's like I shift dimensions, you know? It's like all of a sudden I'm like in this movie, <laughs> whatever the lyrics are talking about. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like I'm literally still hung up on the words when you're like, oh, and I love medicine music. I was like, what? What is this? Share with me. Share your playlist with me, <laughs> Tiffany. I will send you the link. It's I, mean, I love medicine music. It's like drumming. Drumming's great for your, you know, your root chakra as well and, you know, grounding yourself in. But I, and drumming, it's great. It's, it's so good, at, you know, for moving like stagnant energy as well. You know, when you're moving and you just, you're moving that energy and you can feel it and you just fall back in love with yourself and your soul. You know, that moment when you're like just so free in dance and music, medicine music does that for me. And it really activates my throat as well because I've got an undefined throat. Medicine music really activates my throat, which is, you know, it, do you know if like I'm on a live or something mm -hmm. or if I'm doing a masterclass, I will have that in the background. And it, it's amazing. It's great for channeling as well, medicine music. I love that. You're like, I, you're like, I have it on in the background. Like, hello, why have I never thought of this before? <laughs> well, can your people, and your people can hear it, yeah, or no? Yeah, they love it. They're like, oh my God, what's this music? I'm like, I'm not telling you, it's mine. Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> it like adds this like beautiful intensity. Oh my gosh. Okay, taking notes. Yeah, no, it's great. I did it with a masterclass the other week, and you're like, oh, just adds that that like majestic feel. Love that. Yeah, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us. I know that like both Jack and I are so excited to do work with you in the future, and hearing you talk about the portals, I'm like, activate my portals. <laughs> Life. And I know Jack was the same with the portal. She was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I've got such crazy FOMO going on right now. Big time. Big time. Are you ready? Like we all have it. It's just, you'll know when you're called. You can't ignore it when you're called. Well, the, mm -hmm. the portal is calling me. But thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. And before we let you go, can you... Share with our listeners more of like where they can find you, where they get more Tiffany, more portal talk, more spirit with you. Yeah. So my group, When She Rises, it's a free group. Our Instagram is When She Rises. It's when underscore she underscore rises. And you can catch me there and I'm talking about all about spirit there and all the things. Oh my gosh. We love it. We will tag all of those places in the show notes so our people can find you and can dive in deeper with you because you are just such a, yeah, Yay. these conversations are so activating for us. I mean, all the time, all the time. Like I said, whenever you come in and talk spirit in the hypermind, it's always like, give me more, give me more, give me more. So thank you. 
so much. You are just such, yeah, you're just like such a beautiful light and we are so happy to have you here. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. I've loved it. You're, I just love you both. Thank you. I love you so much. We'll talk to you so soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community, you can tag the Femme Podcast on Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life, to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11, 33 or $77 for the entire month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Oh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.